He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Gracious Father in heaven, we thank you again for another week. I was not promised. Thank you again for this new beginning of the new month of this new year, uh, February, Lord. We give you all the praise and glory uh, for blessing us even now to this point in 2024. God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for being a God who's worked it out for us. Uh, you made ways out of no ways. And Lord, we say thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us. God, we give you all the praise and glory. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Lord, bless me to say a word to be a blessing. To someone under the sound of my voice. Not let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus the Christ's name we pray it all. Amen. Glad to be with you again for this week. A few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. And uh, we're glad to be back uh, once again with what thus said the Lord. Hope you had a wonderful week last week and we look forward to this week coming up we ask god's blessings and provisions be upon us as we face this uh first full week of february and this black history month celebration of 2024 uh, last sunday i gave you or the sunday before last i gave you the text for the uh, new series that's coming uh, today New series titled Love God, Love People, Share Jesus. And um, that text was Matthew chapter 22, uh, verse 34 through 40. And uh, next week, Lord says the same. Actually, the week after next is we are celebrating Women's Day celebration next Sunday. Uh, so uh, the week after the third Sunday, yes, third Sunday of February, James uh, chapter 2 one through nine attentively and uh, we'll have a key verse in there but james chapter two one through nine for the second sermon in the series uh love god love people share jesus um this week matthew 22 34 through 40 i read the csb translation no translation you have we ask you to follow along 
When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they came together, and one of them, an expert in the law, asked a question to test him. Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? He said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. I just want to tag this text this morning, a few minutes, Pastor Mac podcast, these few sermonic notes. Uh, uh-oh, we supposed to love everybody? Uh-oh, we supposed to love everybody? That's a question mark on the end there. And the grass with its flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Uh, I'm a Heinz uh, H57 man, and uh, that is Heinz 57. Uh, for those who don't know, who not in the know, hip, uh, Heinz 57, H57. Um, I can eat that sauce with any kind of meat, chicken, pork, uh, brisket, um, any kind of meat, basically. Uh, when I go out somewhere uh, and meat has been ordered, Heinz 57 sauce will be requested. And uh, I love the flavor of the food after the sauce has been applied. And if I don't apply the sauce... It's just another bland dish. Jesus loves some flavor. He wants some flavor on the relationship that we cultivate with him. He doesn't want the basic Christian meal offering of duty and service. He wants our passionate, intentional pursuit of him. Time is the greatest killer to the, to enthusiasm. You remember when you're first saved and you remember when you were praising God for just being God, but now we've gotten so sophisticated and exotic in our expectations from God that it's no longer God I will, but it is God maybe if you do such and such for me. We don't love him like we used to. Love for God makes you give more. Love for God makes us maintain high standards and character. Love for God commands us to put some flavor on your actions for God. Though you slay me, yet will I trust in him. That's some flavor in your love and your activity, your actions for God. I look to the hills for which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord in spite of all I've been through. Can't nobody take my praise. I put some flavor on. I love him too much <laughs> to let anybody anything pull my love from the Lord. That's the attitude we need to have daily. That's the attitude we need to maintain is that no matter what comes our way, my love will not falter. In a sense, it's the kind of God love God had for us. John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world. It wasn't based on how you live and what you feel like, look like. 
what your occupation is. God so loved the world as we all were of the world. He gave his only begotten son. In this text, they tried to trip Jesus up. They were just trying to uh, score some uh, wellness points with the people. First, look at verse 34 through 36. Point one, they be trying to test you. See, we're talking about all this love, and Jesus wants a flavor from us in our love, our actions, our activity. He don't want bland love, just a bunch of chit-chat talk. No, no, he wants some action. He wants some activity. He wants your intentional. Something the Pharisees and Sadducees could not do. But yet they were not fond of one another. They get together to get off to Jesus. Isn't that like some people? <laughs> At verse 34, when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they came to gather. And one of them, an expert in the law, asked a question to test him. Teacher, which command in the law is the great? They be testing you. Uh, you got some, some testers out there. Eh? It's good to be tested. It's good to keep your prayer life strong and keep on going on in the name of the Lord because folk going to test you. But these folk had gotten together, Pharisees and Sadducees and they were rivals and debated the issue of the resurrection. And, uh, so the Sadducees had been squashed. Jesus sent them out. So the Pharisees said, well, we're going to take this time to do better than the Sadducees. And we're going to send in one of our legal experts. Send the big guns in. As they were trying to score political points in the eyes of the people. Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? And people are looking at us. People are looking at you. They want to know where they can trip you up on, trip you up at. They know your predilection for certain things in this world. They're looking for you to stumble and tumble and even fall. Jesus was asked the question as a way to uh, bring him down a peg as a way to merely besmirch him of having the title of he knows everything. They wanted to pinpoint him and say he don't know everything. He knows something. But our God knows everything. And Jesus, since he is God in flesh, knew everything, knows everything. And so he knew they were setting a trap. Sometimes you got to be careful with folk because they come around in the front. They got something going on behind their back. It's all aimed toward you. You can't let folk just get to your, get on your last nerve in vain. They're going to be a consistent, uh, it's going to be a, a consistent mischievousness that will be, uh, you drive you crazy or you just, Better off ignoring folk. Because folk would get on your nerves. And Sadducees and Pharisees got together, concocted the plan. See if they can get Jesus all bent out of shape. They be trying to test you. See? You got some people in your world 
your life right now who try to test you. Try to see how far they can go with you. They want to put you in the place, quote unquote. They want to knock you down a peg so they can harbor that over you. Can you imagine if Jesus didn't know an answer? Pharisees and went out and said, we've got him. He don't know what he thought he knew. He's just like one of us. Jesus knew the test, had the answers. Like I told you the other Sunday, this is an open book test. Jesus is the word and he already knows the word. They could not get uh, trip Jesus up. So look at that number two. Uh, point number two. Hashtag, we got to do this. <laughs> Hashtag, we got to do this. Uh, 37 through 38. He said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. 38. This is the greatest and most important command. <laughs> Oh, my brothers and sisters. He said, he gave them an answer to what they needed the answer for. They were not looking for that. Being a scholar, they knew in the Old Testament that the Bible said, love the Lord your God. You will serve no other. They knew that. And Jesus, knowing this, Gave them an answer they were not expecting. Because again, Jesus knows everything. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart. When the Bible talks about love, it primarily means a love that keeps on loving. It means commitment. It's not based on uh, what you got, what you're doing, how you did it. It's a love that keeps on loving. For a lot of us today, we don't love God like we used to. Uh, some love God with some rather than all. But yet we request all from God and we expect all from God. <laughs> Let me say that again. Some, some people love God with some rather than all. And yet we all won't, uh, yet we want all of God. I don't know about you, but I just don't think God is too happy with just some of us. He wants all of us. You can't love the world some and love God some because they are antithetical to one another. There's a dichotomy in some of Jesus and some of the world in the same pot. You. You can't do that. You can't have uh, your cake and eat it too. You got to choose one. Well, the Bible says, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. Well, God wants commitment. God don't want to share you with nobody. 
He wants commitment. That's where, that's where a lot of marriages uh, go wrong because they say they are in love, but and they have warm, warm feelings for each other, but uh, no commitment. And when the warm feelings fade, so does the marriage. But love, commitment has to be a deliberate action of the will. To love means to deliberately turn toward another person that needs to give away something of yourself to someone else without thinking of what we we'll, what we will get back in return. God wants us to love God with every part of our being. The heart, the soul, and mind may describe the centers of emotion, action, and thought. This is the very basis of a proper relationship with him. <laughs> Say that again. God wants everything. He wants every part of our being. Heart, soul, and mind. This is proper relationship with him. And then lastly, thirdly, we might not be doing all of this. Verse 39, 40, the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, my brothers and sisters, beloved if you're not loving God, you can't love your brother and sister. You can't love your neighbor. Since we love and care for ourselves, Jesus said the same attitude should be applied for others. Matthew 7, 12, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. Treat people like you want to be treated. Oh, Big Mama used to say, it's not that difficult. You value yourself then you'll value others. Jesus said both of these commands focus on what a person does with his or her affection and attention and action. Proverbs 24 reads, One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we need to do more of this. Uh-huh. We need to love our neighbor. We, we need to love everybody. And the answer to it all is yes. Because we need to see the image of God in the people around us. Everybody is valuable in God's sight. That's why we need to look for the treasure in others. And when we focus on the value and treasure rather than the weaknesses, we have begun to love. Then there's love. This is the last part that get us for the enemy. <laughs> we call them haters now. Love for the one who does not love you, but mocks, threatens, and inflicts pain. You still got to love them, because God said to do that. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, can I ask a question? Is there passion in your love for Christ? Do you have flavor in your love? Do you 
have a passion and love for God. Who is he to you? And who is more than he? Because, because, because uh, you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. Who has changed your life more than he? Who else has spoken words of comfort uh, and instruction to us? Uh, and who else knows us uh, better than we know ourselves? Uh, but yet he still loves us. Uh, and that's the kind of love God wants from us uh, is unconditional love. Uh, is that committed love uh, that no matter what comes our way, uh, we still can love the Lord. Uh, give him all your love uh, and give him all your praise. Uh, give him all your love uh, and give him glory uh, for all he's done. Uh, you got to make a declaration uh, that I'm going to keep on loving him. Uh, and not only him, uh, but all my neighbors. Uh, neighbors. Uh, my friends and those who despitefully try to misuse you. Neighbor, uh, those who scandalize your name uh, and wish to do harm, uh, either emotional, psychological, or mental. Uh, neighbor, uh, don't be worried about what they may do because God still got it. Uh, God is still working it out. Uh, tell somebody. That one night on Calvary, he died on the old rugged cross. But on a Sunday morning, he rose from the grave with all power in his hand. And if I keep on loving, keep on being faithful, keep on trusting in his word, he will, yes, he will make everything all right. Won't he do it? Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team i will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of god and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you god bless you County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are 
praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.